Amen. Come on, give the worship team a great clap offering. They did a great job. They've done a great job. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm excited this morning. Amen. We just flew in last night from Texas. Amen. Come on, we had a beautiful, beautiful time. Amen. Met some awesome pastors. It was good to see Pastor Lawrence, amen, our spiritual son, amen. And we sent him out there. They're doing a great job, him and his wife, and the home that he has out there, doing a great job there. Connected him with some great pastors. Met a Pastor Josh, Pastor Ron, Pastor Jeremiah, all these great pastors. There, there, Pastor Chris, all these great men of God that came up, showed up to the revival, and God just moved, amen. They come on, somebody. It's so good when the body of Christ can come together. All these churches that are there, amen, we appreciate them. Keep them in your prayers, please, because they were a blessing to, to us, amen. And um, the Lord's been out there for about a year, and these churches, they're not living words. They just came and said, you know what, we want to just be a blessing, and, and so we're, we're, we're grateful for them. I'm grateful for them. We're grateful for them. Come on, somebody, amen. And, and God is doing more than we can imagine. While the guys and girls are handing out flyers out there, people are saying, I know this guy. And they're like, they're, they thought they were talking about Pastor Lawrence. They go, no, that guy. They go, that's my pastor. They're hearing us all the way in Texas. Come on, somebody. People are, God is touching them all the way over there. And, and I know we have people hearing us all around the world, all over the place. And it's just good to know and good to run to people is we're doing more than we could ever imagine. And so we're grateful for you, church, and we're grateful for what God is doing. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord a great clout offering. Amen. This morning, I want to minister on God is. Some say God is. God is. I want to break some stuff down today if I can. But I will sit in there and God began to minister to me and speak to me. He says, Edgy, do you know who I am? I said, oh, yes, I know who you are. He says, but I want to explain some stuff to you. And he began to talk to me, and I began to write this down. I've been working on this for two weeks, about two, three weeks, and, and it's just been coming to my spirit. And I, I hope I can be able to, to finish it, but if I can't, I'll finish it next Sunday. But I want to minister just a few things on who God is, who God is. Number one, God is omnipotent. He is omnipotent. And what that means, he's all-powerful. God is all-powerful. Come on. We don't serve a weak God. We serve a powerful God. And when that means that he is all-powerful, that means he can do anything. See, our God can do anything. There's nothing our God cannot do. Our God can do, somebody say anything. Anything. He's omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. He's all-knowing. What does that mean, Pastor? He's, he knows the past, he knows the present, and he knows the future. Come on, God already knew about your past. He wasn't surprised about your past. Hey, listen to me, God knows the present. He knows what's going on now in your life, and he knows what's going to happen. Come on, somebody. He's all-knowing. Say he's all-knowing. He, he's all-knowing. And he's, he's all present, all, 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 all present, or omnipresent, which means all present. What that means is this. He can be anywhere at the same time. Someone say same time. You know, we can't even be on time, but he can be everywhere at the same time. And, and so this is the picture that I want you to see of God. He's all powerful that can do anything. He's all-knowing about the past, the present, and the future, and he's everywhere. Some say everywhere. Everywhere at the same time. Come on, somebody. He's everywhere at the same time. 
That means don't you ever feel that, you know what, I, wanna, I don't want to interrupt God with my prayers. He can be anywhere at the same time. And when you're going through something, do not be surprised at what you're going through because he already knew. He already knew about how things are going to happen in your marriage. He knew things were going to happen with our children. He knew about things that were going to happen to me. Even to me on the way here this morning, I haven't ran out of gas in my 10 years. I ran out of gas. I'm driving my car. My pastor calls me. I'm not paying attention. I, I'm, t- I'm talking to him on the phone. And all of a sudden, my car started going slow. So I'm here to do class in the morning. And there I am, pulled over to the side of the road. And, and I'm going to run out of gas. And I'm going to call my mother-in-law to come and pick up my kids. And I had to call my brother-in-law to come and pick up my, my wife. And then I had to call Bobby to come and put gas in my car. I said, oh, Jesus. And I'm sitting there with a smile on my face, not saying nothing, because I knew as soon as I said something, I'm going to say the wrong thing. I don't know if that happened to anybody here. So I just smiled and looked at my wife, and I just cool. It's not, you know, it's not your fault. It's not the kid's fault. Nobody's fault but mine. I wasn't paying attention because I didn't pay attention. I had to pay a different price. But God already knew. I just got off a flight. I was tired. I run out of gas. I mean, worse, I run to the, to teach the people in the, this morning. I told, I told everybody this morning, I'm sorry for being late. <laughs> and I tell them, when you don't pay attention, you pay more than you want to. Oh, come on. So that, 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 that can preach. That, 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 that can preach. But I want you to know God already knew. God already knows our present, what's going on right now in our lives. He knows the situations that we're in. He knows the pain, the hurt, the frustration, the the misconception of life. He knows what's happening. And he knows the future. He knows things are going to work out for good. Come on, somebody. Because all things work together for good. For those who love God and are called according to the purpose. See, God doesn't just live in the present like we do. Sometimes we just live in the present and we live in our past. And so we miss our future. And God said, no, I, I, I'm, I'm everywhere. I, I know what's going on. So he, he's, he's all-powerful, all-knowing. He's all-present. Let me give you another one. God is also part of something called the Trinity. Someone say Trinity. Trinity. Where Trinity means three. Amen. And look at it in First John chapter 3, verse 7 says these words. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and three are one. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your Word. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for your presence that's in this place. We thank you for everyone that is watching us live on TV, Ruko, and all the different stations, God. And we thank you for them. And all the church folks, we thank you that are here today. We just come to honor you and glorify you today, Father. And I just pray that you would speak to us, so God, and have your way, Father God. Let us know who you are, Father God. Even more, God, reveal more to us after we leave this place, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. amen. Come on, give God a great clap offering. Amen. He, he says that, that, that the three that are in heaven are the Father and the Word. The Word is Jesus. The Bible says that he was the Word. Amen. So Jesus represents here the Word and then the Holy Spirit. All three are one. People always ask me, how, what is it? How is that? It's just like me. I'm a husband 
to my wife. I'm a father to my children. And I'm a son to my mother. I have, I'm three, but I have three functions. Three different functions. God has three different functions. The functions of God. God himself will judge us. Jesus is going to save us and heal us. And the Holy Spirit is going to convict us and guide us and lead us and does so much more. Come on, somebody. There's so much more. Three different functions, but they're all the same one. Moving together. So God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present. He is the Trinity. All three in one. Somebody say one. One. All three in one. And, and that, that is awesome to know. That is great to know. But I, I want to show you today a little bit deeper. Can I go a little deeper? Come on, we're going to go a little deeper and I'm a little bit more simpler. Church, God, someone say, God is for us. Oh, Jesus. So God is, someone say, for us. Now, now let's make it personal. God is with me. Because say, God is with me. Say it with me, with me. So God is with me. Say it together, God is with me come on give the lord a clap offering amen so 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 he's all powerful he's all knowing he's all present he's the trinity and he's with me all that is with me all that is mm. in romans chapter 8 verse 31 romans 8 31 romans 8 31 says this what then shall we say to these things. What things? All the stuff that's happening, all the stuff that's going on, all the stuff in your past, your present, your future, all the stuff that's around you, all the stuff that's going on in your life. All these things. If God is for us, hey, if God is for us, who can be what? Against us. My God. So that is showing that God is with us. God is with me. Is, is God with you? Yeah. Come on. If God is with you, who can be against you? They can stand up. They can come against you. They can do all they want. But so what? Because God is with you. Say, God is with me. You, you need to know that the all-powerful, almighty, great creator of the heaven and the earth is with you. The one who created the universe is with you. The one who created the stars, the galaxy, my God. The ants, the bugs, the cells, the atoms, all from the tiniest to the humongous. That's who is with us. Your God is a big God. He's a great God. He's a mighty God. He's not a small God. He's a gigantic God. Woo! He's not in a box. He's not in a picture. He's not in a clay form. He is in heaven. And as he is in heaven and he is in us. Come on, somebody. The three are one. So God, somebody say, God is with me. Man, God is with you. God is with me. God is with us. Not only that, but God is in me. Say, say, in me. Oh, he is in me. He is in you. Why? Because he can be everywhere at the same time. Because he's all what? Present. He's all present. 
Now, he might be a little bigger than someone else because I got a bigger temple. That's about it. Look at me in the wrong, look at 1 Corinthians. Look at 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. When you have it, say amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 says this. Do you not know that you are the temple? Come on, somebody. That you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you. We are the temple of God. You are the church. You, we are called the Inglesia. We are called the body. We are called the Inglesia. It means the called out ones. Out of darkness into light. God said, I called you to be the temple. Come on. I called you to hold or to contain my spirit, my God. So someone say, God is in me. So God is in me. So we have to watch what we do because God is in us. Oh, you don't hear me though. There was no gas in my car so it couldn't go nowhere. Oh, but if there was gas in that car, after I put gas, it got me here. So I'm here to tell you, if God is in you, imagine where he's going to take you. Imagine what he's going to do with you. Imagine what's going to happen because he, oh, he is for you. He is with you and he is in you. He is with me and he is in me. Wow. Look at Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. Well, we're going to use our Bibles today. Galatians chapter 2. 20 verse, chapter 2, Galatians 2 verse 20 says this. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives what? In me. And the life which I live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He's saying, I crucified my flesh. I, I, I died to myself. I gave my life to God. And when I gave my life to God, I began to give up, give up evil desires and evil passions, the lies of the enemy. I began to give up. And then I, my flesh was crucified. And my spirit came to life. And now God is living in me because I'm... Mm. Wow. So we are in the temple that the spirit of God lives in. Say with me, God is in me. So God, someone say, he's with me. He's in me. And he's for me. Wow, you, come on somebody, he's for you. Come on, amen, he is for you. When people were against you, when people talked about you, when people didn't like you, when people didn't care about you, when people said, my God, who do you think you are? You said, well, I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. Well, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, you can come against me all you want because God is with me. So I say for me. He's for me. For me. Look at, look at Psalms 119. 118, Psalms 118. Psalms 118. Everybody okay this morning? Oh, thank you, Jesus. 118. Verse 6, 118 verse 6. And you got to say amen. If not, say hold on. 118, I want you to see this because it's so important. 118, 
verse 6. Amen? Verse 6 says this. I'm going to read two different ones, but I want to read this one first. It says, the Lord is on my side. My God. Someone say, my side. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Woo, come on, somebody. In a different version, it says it like that. The Lord is for me. He, someone say, for me. He is for me. God is for us. God is for you. God is for us. Say with me, God is for me. He's for me. He says, I, I will not fear. We don't got time to fear. God is on our side. Come on, God is on our side. I will not fear what man can do to me. I'm not afraid of what man can do to this flesh. I'm afraid who can kill the flesh and the spirit. And that is God. But we have to remember God is. God is. Sometimes we forget God is with me or with us. Sometimes we forget God is in us. Sometimes we can forget that God is for us. Because we go through things and things happen and, and we have misfortunes and misunderstandings. But remember, God is all-knowing. He knew your past. He knows your present. And he knows your future. Come on, somebody. And we have to understand that. We have to know this. So we're not moved by when we start going through things or when stuff happens and, and, like, and stuff happens and then we get thrown out of whack. Amen. How many of you went through something and, and you forgot who you were in Christ? Oh, I'm in the right church. Praise the Lord. And you forgot who you are. God said, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. Someone say, he's with me. He's with me. He is in me. Someone say, he is for me. He is for me. Now, now, let me give you number four. He surrounds me. God is surrounding me. God is surrounding us. God is around us also. God is next to you. The Bible says he gives you angels. Oh, my God. God is so, God, God cares about us so much. Sometimes we can forget about this. Go to Psalms 32. Psalms 32. Psalms 32, verse 7. He surrounds me. God is surrounding me. 32 verse 7 says this. You are my hiding place. So what is God? The hiding place. Where we should hide. Not where we should hide from. Oh, oh, oh. Hey. He is my hiding place. Your presence you preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. Wow. Let, 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 me, let me read it through this one because I, I, I don't think you guys heard it. 32 verse 7. You are my hiding place. Hmm. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. My God. Come on, somebody. You, you, you. Here, here is David. And David is saying that you are my hiding place. Why is he saying this? Because David knew what it was to run and hide. David knew what it was to run to a cave of Abdul and just get away from everybody. He knew what it was to act a fool and run to the, to the Philistines and act like a wild man. 
but he also knew what it is to run to God and to his presence and to his palace and to the church. And, and, and he says, you're my hiding place. God, I come and I come and hide and I want to hide myself under your presence. I want to hide myself because you're surrounding me. He goes, not only that, he goes, I'm going to hide myself and I love this part, church. You shall preserve me from my trouble. See, when we hide ourselves under God and we surround ourselves with God, he helps us in our trouble. Has anybody ever faced trouble? You know, how many are facing trouble now? God said, don't worry, I got you. Come on, I, I got you, I got you, I got you. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got your back because I'm with you and I'm in you and I'm for you and I'm surrounding you because I'm omnipotent and omnipresent and omniscient. I know everything and don't you worry because you got three that have got your back, the God, the Father, and the Son. Come on, somebody. The Holy Ghost. Church, you surround me with songs of deliverance. It's, it, it's something that, that God is singing to us, a song of deliverance, and he's saying, it's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. It's just a little trouble, but it's coming on on the other side. You're coming out. You're going to be healed. The blessing's coming. Just hold your ground. You got to hear what God is telling you. And it's a beautiful song into your ears. And God is just singing to you and saying, son, daughter, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I'm with you. The great I am is with you. The creator is with you. From heaven and earth, I'm with you. I'm not against you. You're my son. You're my daughter. We're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Just lift up your hands. Shout to me, uh, walk it out, uh, walk in me, uh, don't hide from me, but love on me. But then we put on a different song, and we put on a song that says, let's go to the bar, let's go get drunk, or crunk, or whatever it is now. Or nobody knows the trouble I'm in. Oh, no, no, no. We play a weird old songs, man. That mess us up. I'm gonna play the song in your mind. No one loves me and no one cares. No one understands. Oh, poor me and poor me. And I'm gonna play that song. Anybody play? Who still got the CD? We need to break that CD today. We gotta break that CD today. Because those songs keep us in shackles, keep us limited. But when we let God surround us with songs of deliverance, we come out of whatever we're going through. And God says, man, I'm with you. Come on, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm with you. See, I, there's songs that come in my head once in a while when I hear a certain word or certain things, and an oldie comes out, like, whoa, where did that come from? And that's what God is saying. I, I, I want to put words in you and songs in you that when you feel like quitting, you don't quit. When you feel like running, you don't want to run. When you feel like throwing in the towel and says, God, I'm tired of all this. I'm tired. And you want to run from your family. And you want to run to this. And you want to run to that. God says, no, no more running. Get rid of the running man out of you. Come on, somebody. Get, get, get rid of, get rid of all. Get, all, get that out of you. And that's what happens to the songs of deliverance. 
in the song because it tells you something. I don't know what song you need to hear today, but you need to hear a good song today and tell you how great you are and how mighty you are, that you can do all things to Christ. You need to get down and get into some word and some songs and some psalms of Solomon and sing them, speak to you. Because my Bible says if anyone's in trouble, let them run to the connection. That's not what it says. He said if anyone's in trouble, what did he say? Let him pray. Mm. So some say he surrounds me. So he's with me. He is in me. He is for me. He surrounds me. And he's moving through me. Come on, somebody. He's moving through me. Some say through me. Believe it or not, you are an awesome vessel to move through. Woo, come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, that's you. Look at your neighbor, that's you. Amen. You're awesome. You, you, you are awesome enough to be moved through. Look, look at Luke chapter 4. Go turn with me to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 4. When you have it, say amen. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Let's start at verse 18. Now let's start at verse... Yeah, verse 18. I'm sorry, verse 18. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, to recover sight to the blind, to set liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendants and sat down and his eyes of all who were in that synagogue were fixed on him which is Jesus. And he began to say to them, today, the scriptures is fulfilled in your healing. Come on, in your hearing. Come on, somebody, in your hearing. He says, he, he's saying this, you're about to see God move through me. I'm telling you what God is going to do. I'm telling you what I'm called to do. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a move within you. And God is saying, my son, my daughter, get ready. Someone say, get ready. God wants to move through you and here is Jesus and he's speaking and he's saying that the spirit of God is what about to do through him. See, God wants to move through you with the anointing. Someone say the anointing. The anointing wants to move through you. The power of God wants to move through you. The spirit of God wants to move through you. Someone say through me. Make it personal through me. So we need to take care of our anointing. We need to take care of our lives. There's so much, church, that you and I have the power to do. That God wants to function through you. He wants to move through you. He goes on and he says, he says, the Spirit is upon me because he's about to move through me. Because he is anointed. Somebody say anointed me. You are anointed by God. Through me means you have been anointed by God. You have been, someone say anointed. You have been anointed by God to preach the gospel. Maybe you might never get a pulpit, but your pulpit's going to be your house. Your pulpit's going to be your job. Your pulpit's going to be the school you go to. The pulpit is going to be where you're at in your house. And maybe some of you will hit a pulpit. Listen to me. Your pulpit is your life. 
This is the pulpit. And your testimony is so important that we preach it. Our testimony will preach. And so we have to let God move through us. Some of you are so spiritually dangerous, you don't even know how dangerous you are. My God, you're, 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 some of you are worse than, 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 than the CIA or, or, or the, uh, the Navy SEALs. There's so much power in you. An elite force. I, I, I was sitting there, and the Lord gave me a shirt called, I am a warrior. I'm like, oh yeah, I am, I don't care what you, I am a warrior. I'm ready for battle. I'm ready to do what needs to be done. I'm ready to fight for my family, fight for my marriage, fight for my children. I'm a warrior. I said, all right, Lord, I'm ready. I'm getting ready for that. Nobody's going to tell me anything different just because I go through something. Just because I had a hiccup. Just because something happened. That's not going to change the fact that God is with you and he is for you and he's around you and he surrounds you and he's working through you. Woo, go to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. I thought I would give you one more scripture with that one. John 14, verse 12. says, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Someone say, and greater. Oh, someone say, and greater. And greater works than this, he will do. Because I go to the Father. Wow. So in everything that God was doing through Jesus in Luke chapter 4, God says, I'm going to do greater with you. Oh, you don't hear me though. Jesus says, look to the disciples and says, hey, you're going to do greater works than I've done. So don't you dare tell me God can't use you. Come on, don't tell me God cannot use you. The Bible says that he uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. The weak things of the world to confound the strong. The base things of this world. God looks even at the lowest of the bottom. of the, the word base means the bottom of the trash can. That's where God found me at. Mm. I want you to know today God wants to move through you. It's not over. Say it's not over. 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 So God will move through you as he moved through Jesus, as he moved through the disciples, as he moved through Peter, James, and John. And God said, I want to move through you. I want to move through you. Come on, so I want to move through you. Not only is he going to move through us, church, because he wants to lead me. Someone say, God is leading me. God is leading me. God is leading me. I'm not led by my flesh. I'm not led by my emotions. I'm not led by the lies and the hypocrisy. I'm not led by deception. But I'm going to be led by God. Come on, somebody. God is leading me. The Bible says in Psalms 119, verse 105. 119, verse 105. Says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Wow. Come on, somebody. The word, that's why it's so important that we read our word and we know God, God, God is, remember the word. He's the word and the word will guide our feet. He'll guide, someone say my feet. My feet. My feet. A lamp to my feet 
and a light to my path. So God said, I'm putting a light to your feet and to your path. And I'm going to line them up for you. So if your feet, if your feet is in a dark place and there's no light in front of you, maybe you're on the wrong path. Oh. Oh, wow. Let me drink some water to that one. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a lamp to my path. The word shines. Let me me show you this. Let me show you this. The word is shining on your feet. And then the light to the path where you're going to go. And, and, and if we are, we are people who we look at the word and we use it for our benefit that create us to go on a wrong path and there is no light before us. On our feet, yes, but in the path, no. So we go into things and do things we have no business doing, but God's grace is sufficient and God's grace says, my son is stubborn, but I love him. My daughter is stubborn, but you know. Let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. John chapter 16, verse 13. John 16, 13. When you have it, say, man. 16, 13 says this. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, the spirit of truth, though when God leads you and God directs you, it's going to be the truth. And remember, the truth hurts. He says, the spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all, what? Truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. He's even saying, I'm not telling you what I feel. Even the spirit of God is saying, I'm not telling you what I feel when I think. I'm telling you what God is telling me. Even the Holy Spirit has to be subject to God. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus can't do nothing unless the Father permits, the Bible says. How sometimes we think, well, that's a whole different sermon. Let's let that one settle for a minute. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify, he will glorify me, for he, for he will take up what is mine and declare it to you and all things that the father has are mine and whatever I say that he will take of mine and declare it to you. This is God saying, he says, I'm going to guide you and lead you and I want to give you everything that is mine to you. My God. So where God leads you, he feeds you. Mm. God has led us this far church and God has fed us and took care of us. You're in a new season of your life. You're in a new chapter of your life, some of you. Don't you worry about it because God's about to lead you, guide you, because he's with you. He is in you. He is for you. He's surrounding you. He's working through you. Let him lead us. Let him lead you. Someone say, lead me. Lead me, lead me, lead me. I'm going to give you one more. 
One more. Because what I want you to do is I want you to go find out what, how, much, how much other things God is. There's, I mean, I can go, I can do a million things. Because God is more than just this. He's, he's a God of war. He's a God of peace. He's a God that's in control. He's a God that cannot lie. And there is so much God is. But I need you to find out on your own what God is to you. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to close. God is, God is loving me. God is loving me. Me. Someone say me. me. God is loving me. Crazy old me. Psycho you. Weird you. God is loving me. Someone say me. Me. God is loving me. How, why do I know God is loving me, church? Because the Bible says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For those of words that shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God loved the world and loved us who live in the world. He loved us enough to give his son. Come on, somebody. Amen. And it also says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, but when we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So he loved us when we were sinners, when we, before we got better, before we got cleaned up, before we stopped messing around, before we got all jacked up. He loved us when we were all hurting, messed up. But in, 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 in Romans chapter 8, and I want to read this because I, I want you to see this today. And just in case you forget that he loves you and you forget how much he really loves you. And when things happen, you got to understand this in Romans 8. Romans 8, 35 says, well, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sores? And it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors regardless of what's going on, regardless of what's happening right now in your life, in the present. You are more than a conqueror. God saying you are great and mighty. You are, you are, you are more than a conqueror. Come on, let's all stand, church. See, in 1 John 5, 14 says this. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. What confidence that we have in him? That he is with me, in me, for me, surrounding me, moving through me, leading me, and loving me. We have this confidence in him that if we ask anything, According to his will, he hears us. Oh, come on, somebody. So my thing to you, don't think he won't hear you. Don't you dare think he won't hear you. Oh, no, 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 church. Just because today your present doesn't look pretty doesn't mean it's not going to end up beautiful. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Just because today doesn't look as great as it did 
yesterday. God is saying, don't worry, because I'm the same God today, tomorrow, and forevermore. I have not changed. I'm still with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I love you. And it's going to work out. Everything's going to work out for the good. Someone say, for the good. For the good. See, I know God is with me. See, people might leave you. Things might take off. Things might get hard. Things might get weird. That's part of life. It's, it hurts, but it's life. But it's life. And you got to remember God is with you. God is in you. Come on, somebody. God is for you. God is around you. God is moving through you. you, and you if you know this, then nothing's going to move you. So are we ready? Anybody ready today? How many are ready? 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 We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. You are leaving this place armed and dangerous this morning. You're leaving armed and dangerous this morning. I'm telling you right now, if you heard what I've been preaching and you listen to it, I'm telling you, you're leaving armed and dangerous today and nothing can stop you because if you call upon his name, he's going to hear me. So that means when I say, God, save my son, touch my son, deliver my daughter, touch my daughter, save my family, touch and heal, you're going to hear me because I know you're with me have that confidence that confidence means the assurance that means I'm walking tall today oh I'm not walking in arrogance I'm not walking cocky I'm walking confidence come on I, I need some confidence walkers come on I, I need some confidence walkers today I want to do two things I, I want maybe you're here this morning say pastor I don't know this God that you're talking about I don't know this Jesus, this God, this, this Father, this Son, this Holy Spirit you're talking about, but I want to get to know them. I want to give my life to the Lord today. You see, I don't know Jesus, but I want to get to know Jesus. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless 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 you. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. Or maybe you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away from things of God. And I need to get some things right with God. If that's you this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. And maybe you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I want to leave this place walking in the confidence of God that what you said, he's with me, he's in me, he's for me, he's surrounding me, and he's working through me, and he's leading me, and he's loving me, that whatever I say, he's going to hear me. And I want to walk in that confidence that's here this morning. Lift up your hands. Oh, come on, somebody. So if you lifted up your hands for salvation, for restoration, and for the confidence, I want you to come now, now, now. Come on. People are coming up from all over. You come, you come, you come, you come. Or if God spoke to you, you come. You need prayer, you come. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is with you. God is with you. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 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 I want you to repeat this after me. You, you gave you raised your hand for salvation. Said, I need Jesus. I want this God. He raised your hand for a new start. I want you to say this simple prayer. I want you to say, Jesus, forgive me 
of all my sins. I know I'm a sinner and I know you love me. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross and setting me free. I believe that you resurrected for me for a new life and a new start. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a great clap. We're not done. Stay where you're at. We're going to pray with you.